We and each of us covenant and promise that we will not reveal any of the secrets of this, the first token of the Oanic Priesthood, with its accompanying name, sign, or penalty. Should we do so, we agree that our throats be cut from ear to ear and our tongues torn out by their roots. Search, ponder, pray. Is this the place? We and each of us covenant and promise that we will not reveal any of the secrets of this, the first token of the Oanic priesthood, with its accompanying name, sign, or penalty. Should we do so, we agree that our throats be cut from ear to ear and our tongues torn out by their roots. Search, ponder, pray. Is this the place? So what's up? Well, are you mad at me? No, why? Because of the tone. Oh, no. It's... I just can't figure... I don't know where I'm at right now mentally, so... Yeah. Well, what's up? Um, I'm just, like, not happy. None and... of this can go, has to go on either. If, like, oh, I don't care that stuff. it does. I think it's good to give updates. I mean, um, we're right at that sweet spot, six to eight weeks, to figure out if this lithium is going to be the thing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the thrill is gone. The newness is worn off and I'm just kind of annoyed. Um, mm-hmm. But who knows? Who freaking knows what what's what? I'm going to keep doing it. Uh, she did say that I was going to immediately not, as soon as it started working, I was going to want to not be on it. And I think it definitely is working in certain respects, but other respects not. So I'm just frustrated. It's just always, it's always something, you know? Right. And then, I know we weren't supposed to talk about her, but uh, whatever. If she's going to continue to be a narcissist and a borderline personality person, she's a great example. My mom, I got a birthday card from my mom today, which means she has my address. And I didn't read it. I just took out the money and threw the rest away. <laughs> um, but this is a little tee-hee, ha-ha, I know where you're at uh, sort of thing. And like Lisa texts me immediately, and she's like, I don't know how your mom got the address. It wasn't for me, I swear. <laughs> Are you there? Yeah, I'm just pissed. And you. I know she thought that, A, I wouldn't talk about it, or how can she lose with a birthday card? Well, here's how she loses. She is not respecting my boundaries, and it's typical. <laughs> but if she wants to the, to win, which has happened me back in her life, the way to win is to leave me the fuck alone until I say otherwise. I'm so sorry. I'm not even mad about it, but like, it, I was just like, there's just so many layers to this birthday card. It's not just my mom giving me a birthday card that says, I love you. You know, mm-hmm. I looked, I didn't see what it said, but I looked enough to see that there, it, there wasn't like, she wasn't chewing me out or anything, <laughs> but I have to sit here and wonder who gave it to her. She probably just found it online. Yeah. Or my grandma gave it to her. And I don't really care who gave it to her. I mean, <laughs> whatever. So you have my address. Whatever. But she's not winning here because she wants me to tell. She wants me to demonize this. And I am. Because she's doing exactly what I'm asking her not to, which is contact me. And I'm never, ever, ever going <laughs> to. It's like it's like that old uh, proverb where. The sun and the wind have a bet to see who can get the coat off. The wind blows, blows, and blows, and blows, and 
the person, the guy tightens his grasp on his coat. I'm going to continue to not let you in if you keep doing these things. But this is textbook narcissist. Yeah. She wants the upper hand on you. She wants to be on your mind. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, okay, whatever. Um, it's just, it's typical, you know, and it's everything that, you know, it's exhausting and mm-hmm. it's childish and it's petty and it's very losery uh, to use a, a word that she knows so well, loser, because her personal Lord and Savior uses it so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's just, she's a loser. Like, you can't respect someone enough. Forget the fact that I'm your kid. You can't respect me enough as a person to respect my wishes no you can't you have no self-control and you're a loser so <laughs> good so one sorry. keep sending money to make me upset <laughs> you know like i got 20 bucks out of it cool i don't give a shit my mom like, was like messaging spencer and she was like i don't know if i'm allowed to do this but i just wanted to make you aware that i got stuff for easter and I don't want it to go to waste. And I didn't know if you were coming. I didn't know. Nobody's told yeah. me. And it's like, I don't, if you don't know, just don't. And also don't buy shit. Well, and this is going to be like, sh- my mom's goal here too is have something to talk about as well. Like she yeah. thinks it's my goal to have something to talk about. I'd, I'd rather not talk about her. And I almost didn't mention it. And then I was like, no, I mean, we just talked about narcissists. This is a good real world example. Yeah. <laughs> like I'll keep using the examples if they work. Um, and she'd probably just like, I can't win. You know, she's loving this, you know, mm-hmm. she's just, and your mom's doing the same thing. It's like, right. it's a, it's a big production and no one is fooled by this mothers and you look stupid. So, uh, Ryan Corbett, um, messaged us and said, being ruthless and needing to be on top equates to saying the most hurtful thing or using your insecurities mm-hmm. against you to win arguments or be above you. I and don't like people it's just like a, that. It's a narcissist trait that it's like, like something that we said was like, I don't know about that. Maybe it pertains to business, but like people are, people are telling us like, just so you know that this is what that could look like. And it feels like your mom sending you a letter when she knows not to is just a way to be like, haha, I'm on top again. Well, and she didn't have my address until now, as far as I knew. So she probably just Googled it or my grandma gave it to her, but it's like, <laughs> she thinks she has one up on me now. I don't care that you have my address, mom. The point is, is I didn't give it to you. That's the point. Right. The point is, you don't get my number from me. That's the point. Not that you have it. It's that you didn't get it from me because I don't want you in my life. Right. So that's the point. I'm not so insecure anymore that I'm going to freaking totally go out the deep end because someone gave you my address. I don't care. Like, you are making an ass of yourself. Congratulations. Not much has changed. You haven't grown at all (laughs) in my 34 years. I'm so sorry. It honestly doesn't even, it, it doesn't matter, but this is her, like this, what Ryan said, it's her being aggressive and uh, putting it, uh, putting it like a, oh, a nice gesture. It's not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sending me anything is not a nice gesture. Stop doing it. Or don't. But I think we're all getting tired of this. 
she's given us enough examples that we will won't have to talk about her eventually. But I felt like this was a good one. All right. Well, this is your podcast, so like, say what you want on it. Honestly, like, that's what we started it for. I wrote this down. You don't get less boundaries by ignoring the current ones in place. Is that what the the <laughs> things I learned? Well, I just had notes because I was like. I wanted to make sure that I talked about it because honestly, like it's in and out of my brain. I don't give a shit. You know, I told a few people to be like, wow, what a fucking bitch your mom is. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, I because... heard on, I think it was fucking Bobby. You got to watch this show. What is it? Uh, Russian dolls, Russian doll on Netflix. Second yeah. It's just a singular Russian doll. Yeah. And uh, the first ep- this first season really is about figuring out your trauma. I mean, like, that's not what it's about. It's like a death type of reliving a specific instance until you figure out what's wrong. But really is, like, underlying hints of, like, figuring out your fucking trauma. Season two, generational trauma. It is, like, hitting the head in the most, like, fucking fantastic way. And you'll love the music. Yeah. Bowie was in the first episode. So, I mean, like, I was like, please fucking watch this show finally. But... I explained I this. I, I explained this to the homie Eric the other day because he's like, "Do you watch uh, Atlanta?" And I'm like, "I'm waiting for there to be more seasons so I can binge it." And he's like, "I think the fourth season's the the last season." I'm like, "Even better. I love a complete series that I can just watch mm-hmm. over and over again." <laughs> Russian Doll. I watched the first episode. And I'm like, "This is great. Don't want to get hooked until there's more content." Yeah, but so please, please do it so we have something to talk about. <laughs> um we have something we always have stuff to talk about i think it's uh was on that that i heard somebody say that boundaries is just recognize recognizing where you end and another person begins like it's definitely linked to respecting other human beings it's not a reflection on you if other people have boundaries that's just where they want to be and where you end so just don't you I mean, don't you feel like we up. were raised up to uh no. be taught that there were no boundaries. The Mormon culture tells you to um that the Lord's ways are higher than your ways, thus say at the Lord. So people use that to manipulate other people into doing the things that they want them to do. Well, I remember my mom saying all the time, I'm the mom. Like Oh my fucking god, that's like Like if she's being generational super intrusive, issue too. Yeah, she's being super intrusive, she'll be like, Well, I'm the mom. I can do it because I'm the mother, okay? And it's just like, okay. Well, guess what? I don't live under your roof anymore, and I chose to not have you around you anymore. Yikes. Yikes for you, Mom. Thanks for the birthday card, I guess. It just gave us 10 minutes of content, so you can't win. You can win by leaving me alone. Leave me alone. Leave me alone for four four years and see what happens. One time I gave my mom and my grandma... um, I just gave them a like a movie bucket and I was like, happy Mother's Day. Our movie bu- bucket's Mormon culture. They are, right? <laughs> Here you go. Here it you was go. just for Mother's Day. And I was like, I just pulled it out of the $5 bin. It's uh, Mandy Moore and Diane Keaton. And because I said so, mm-hmm. they're like, why did you give this to me? And I was like, because uh, you say that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> um, one time my sister and I were watching Mommy Dearest. We pulled it out of the $5 bin. It's oh so funny. God. We were watching Mommy Dearest on my laptop in the front room. We were just sitting next to each other having a good time just watching it because it's a, it's one of the ones that's like on the list of movies you need to watch. Yeah. And my mom. It's about the girl with Munchausen by proxy, right? The mom. 
No, Mommy Dearest is a. <laughs> it's about. Oh. It's like old school. I, I got it mixed up with a different title. But she beats the shit out of this girl out of, with wire hangers because she doesn't want her to have wire hangers. <laughs> and she, during when she goes, no wire hangers. My mom like bursts in and she's like, are you guys watching this because of me? Is that why? And it's like, we truly weren't. <laughs> but it's like, oh, I'm seeing a little uh, reflection here, Carolyn, are we? <laughs> oh, so you can think about how you're perceived. <laughs> Oh man. Um, I did my first light therapy. What's it called? Oh, EMDR. I did my first EMDR. <laughs> and she's like, my therapist is kind of scared of me because she's like, okay, what do you want to start with? And I'm like, let's just go hard. Let's talk about my dad's suicide attempt that I walked in on. <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> Honestly, because why fucking waste time? <laughs> exactly. That's what I said. I'm like, what's, you know, like, let's get this shit over with. I'm like, it bothers me. So let's get it over with. And we did it, and I felt like I released so much, but I feel like what I did, what I feel is, I feel shame about it because I didn't console my dad as a, as a child. Hmm. Like, he needed to be consoled, and I feel, because I uh, equated it to my friends now who are, like, suicidal and going through emotional problems, I'm always there for them, you know, like, Mm -hmm. overly so, maybe. And I was like, it's, maybe that's, I'm over... I'm overcompensating now because I didn't do it to him then. And then she said, what do you feel? I'm like, just shame. I feel shame about this whole thing, the way my mom shamed my dad, the way she went and got my siblings and shamed him in front of them. Um, I felt shame because I didn't hug him. He felt shame because, duh, how could he not? <laughs> um, and I just had, like, this whole breakthrough. <laughs> and it really does work. I'm totally 100% on board with it. Um, and she's like, you might have just like reactions throughout the week. Like, you know, and I was in Richfield yesterday getting my hair done and, um, for my birthday. Cause that's what I do for my birthday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I drove by the, by the house where it happened and I just started to cry. And I was just like, this house has like so much fucking weird energy. Just the ener- energy at the time was weird. I feel like I kind of held my inner child, like, me then like I pictured myself hugging my dad and telling him it was okay um <clears throat> and had a real true emotions about that weekend instead of what we thought we should be having you know what mm-hmm. I mean so it was very uh, definitely helpful I'm uh I'm gonna do more <laughs> I was thinking about doing it by myself with uh without her but yeah proud of you Jesus yeah like, obviously, you're going to be the kind of person that's just like, what's up? Here's my <laughs> issues. <laughs> like, Hello. What Let's did your um, therapist, how did she react to, like, the way you just opened up about, I mean, like, okay, so EMDR, was it weird looking back and forth to that light? Or did you use the handheld ones or what? Uh, no, we did it online. So it was just like an app on com- on the computer. And okay. it was fine. It, like, it was, uh, it was a little bit janky, but it was fine. Sure. I understood... She just kept saying, okay, keep going, keep going. We're, and then yeah. what do you think, you know? Which I thought was interesting because your brain just goes to these places. Yeah. And the thing, the shame that I felt that I didn't console my dad has been there for so long. And I never recognized it. Yeah. So the fact that I was able to be like, first of all, you were five. Second of all, super awkward situation. <laughs> 
being involved in someone else's suicide is awkward. Uh, <laughs> but like, you know, I was able to forgive myself for not reacting the way that I felt that I should have. And then we, here we go with those shoulds, you know, mm-hmm. we can't do shoulds. But um, it was just interesting that it, that's always been on the forefront of my mind, but I've never been able to look at it and grasp it and like be like, wait, you know. Also, the way you were able to like go back to the place and hug yourself, and like, yeah, you're right. Though when you when I was doing the EMDR, suddenly it comes to you like, oh, uh-huh. this. This like is shit. what yeah, yeah. this is where that comes from, or this is what I've been feeling. And it's like nothing that you would ever expect your main brain to go to, but it makes so much sense. Yeah, it's cool. Um, that might be why you're like, you're probably just feeling some aftershocks, like, and like going through that kind of therapy is just fucking draining. Yeah, so you could I have think... a lot of like tiring effects and just like be agitated because, I mean, you have to do so many things when really you should be resting. Well, I mean, it's it's cool. I'm also, I'm, I I kind of always get kind of reflective the week before my birthday. My birthday's on Saturday. So the day that this gets released will be my birthday. Please, please birthday, feel free Bobby. to send flowers. T- call my mom if you want my address. Bobby. <laughs> it's going to be funny when people actually call her for, for my address so they can send flowers. Actually, really do it, guys. It'd be funny. Be like, hey, heard that you have Bobby's address. <laughs> Um. So yeah. What do you want to do? We weren't. We were gonna go, but now we're not. We were gonna go what? Oh, to Vegas. Um, I don't know. I might not do anything. But I told Micaiah I was like, let's hang out, and he said, cool. So. I'm glad. I'm glad you're doing something. I like really, 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 really want to drink in the cemetery, but I don't think I can. I might try to in the morning. <laughs> Drinking. In what the about ce- the lithium? I know, right. <laughs> But I'm like, maybe if I just go get like a little bottle of Jameson and I can just like kind of get on it to get a tan. I love drinking in the cemetery on my birthday. It's like a tried and true tradition. <laughs> <laughs> like your your traditions, sweetie. <laughs> Honestly, like <laughs> it's not just me who gets super drunk in the cemetery. People like join me and we just get the amount of sunburns I've got getting drunk in the cemetery too. I can't even. So what time am I going to meet you there? I don't know yet. I don't know what I want to do quite yet. It's okay. And it's a Saturday, so that means that people are going to be extra around. <laughs> yeah, and it's May. Memorial Day is coming up. Well, I mean, no, I mean just like downtown and stuff. Mm. Getting drunk at the cemetery might be the move. <laughs> <laughs> but Micaiah never drinks with me at the cemetery, which I don't know what that's about, but he knows that we're hanging out on my birthday, so maybe I'll All finally right. be like, we're picnicking and drinking in the cemetery. For you. Or maybe I'll just get drunk in the cemetery and then tell him, hey, I'm drunk in the cemetery. Bring chi- Chinese food. <laughs> hey, I'm kind of hungry. <laughs> Pick up some Charlie Chows. He'll probably be like, okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll let you know when I know. I just don't know it's what I'm okay. doing yet. Yeah. No pressure, honestly. I got people in town, too. and. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> They're and, just saying, like, you don't Saturday's have to, like... And Saturday's your busiest day. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, no, tomorrow is, but thanks for asking. Um, no. My dad texted me. What did he say? He said, uh, hey, was wondering how you're doing and to give some words. You are a powerful person. Yes, you are. Sorry for the unwanted touch. 
I was wrong. <laughs> I will ask for your permission. Probably won't be for a while, though. Love the posts. Halo is just amazing. One thing about you, on topic of body reactions, the shivers up your spine that triggers your adrenaline, but no one is around. In an outside situation, that is an indication of a nearby energy. That's it for now. <laughs> so... <laughs> I uh I like that <laughs> I like that we're able to communicate with certain people via this podcast without actually communicating with them. <laughs> I'm just throwing it out into the universe and if if it comes back to us that's great. Um no, honestly, I I'm glad that I I'm glad that he listened and he heard I wish my mom would listen in here instead of just listen. <laughs> Some of our parents are not narcissists. That's seriously. She, that's what every, we're talking about. <laughs> everyone asks, "Why does she listen?" I was getting my hair done yesterday with Trish, and I've known Trish my whole life. She used to make my baby clothes, and uh, she was like, "Yeah, your mom came in last week." And I'm like, "Oh, does she have anything to say about me?" She's like, "She didn't say a word," and I'm like, "What?" <laughs> First of all, she has. She's talking to everyone I know. Why not Trish? Trish and I are tight. <laughs> Probably because she didn't want to, in person, get told what's what. Mm-hmm. And then Trish told me, uh, I text her. Well, she texts me, and she's like, I'm so glad you came. It was so good to see you. And I was just like, sorry, I'm not like totally myself yet. And she said, it seems like you're having trouble surfacing, resurfacing, or surfacing. Oh, yes. And I thought that was just so eloquent and such a good metaphor because I can see the surface but I can't I'm not surfacing and I'm just struggling and she's right and I just felt like that was so poignant so I wanted to mention it uh for fucking real the moment I read that my like heart sank because it's so true yeah the way that like I went to Tahoe and the way that I came home I was just so reinvigorated to be like I can do this and that and this, and that would be a perfect path and perfect timing for X, Y, Z. And the moment I got home, it's just like back to the routine and like Mm -hmm. struggling to surface is the exact feeling because you can, you can feel it there Uh and you just can't get above water enough. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Another metaphor, because we have a tweaker working at our job. <laughs> yeah, still. I think your days are numbered. God, they're not. They're not doing it in the in the building anymore. Thank God. But <laughs> her days are numbered. It's in the thirties. <laughs> <laughs> She's got like what? 300, 300 days tops. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, but. So our little cute host Emma said, "When she works, it's like swimming with jeans on." <laughs> and I'm like that's, that's how I live my life I it's like fuck that is like eloquent too because it's like yeah not only are you like trying to swim but like these jeans are freaking pulling you down a little bit <laughs> <laughs> so I'm swimming in jeans and I'm struggling to surface <sighs> um there's so many uh I guess what are they called comics where they like show people wading through water and be like, I don't know why this is so hard for me. Everybody seems to be doing it just fine. Right. And then they realize that they're just on land and not in the water doing the same thing. 
like walking around, waiting around because your legs are so heavy, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, Fuck. I know. I had to stop taking my meds. Why? You'll be so proud of me. I don't. I'm not already. I can I tell. know. I can tell. <laughs> I'm annoyed. <laughs> so I'm trying to break the tension with a little bit of humor. Uh, I took my meds on Friday. Uh-huh. And then I, I got in my car. And instantly it felt like my head got punched. I was punched in the back of the head by like a ghost or something. Yeah. And it kept going. And I was like, fuck, I'm so dizzy. And so I told Spence, I was like, I'm really dizzy. And he's like, well, you'll feel better. Just get some food. I was dizzy for a full 24 hours. And then you decided to stop. Did you talk to your doctor before you stopped taking your pills? Or did you just no. like, it must be the pills. Listen, so it kept feeling like somebody was like, punching me in the back of the head like it would just happen randomly or if i turned my head too fast it was just like boom boom it was so weird and so i was looking it up and i was like guys i'm so dizzy we're like i was in the airport i was like flying i was oh. <laughs> i was like this is the worst day for this to happen and um they were like well what i mean what like is it your new medication and i was like oh let me look at my drugs and it's like there's definitely like dizzy spells associated with this medicine. So I'm going to take it tomorrow and see if I, Oh my God, you don't understand this at all. Do you? No, I, I'm going to take it tomorrow and see if it does it again, but with food, I'm going to take it with food and not without food and see if that is the trick. I swear to God. What do you swear to God? I'm like, trying. You're like concocting a mood swing because you're taking it some days and not taking it other days. Like it's not going to work. What's the point of taking it at all? Because the longer I take it, it could be fine. No, I know. But you actually have to continuously fucking take it. But what if it makes me dizzy and I, I like, I'm driving around and I get a dizzy spell and I crash? You're not going to crash. <sighs> My God. I don't know. I'm taking lithium every day, so. And I'm I fucking hate and I, and I fucking hate it. So, no, I haven't drank for a month. Thank you. I know what you're trying to on Saturday. On my birthday? <laughs> you want to like frust- not take your drugs? No, I'm going to take my drugs and I'm going to see if it makes me sick or not. It probably will. That's why I'm only going to get a small bottle. What's the difference between what you're doing and what I'm doing? The difference is I'm not sort of taking it and sort of not. I'm not drinking every other day just to see. I stopped drinking. I've been taking my meds. It's my birthday. I'm going to continue to take my meds. I'm going to try to see if I can drink. And if I can't, then I won't. You know what I What's love about difference? us? What's the difference? What's the difference? Seriously? You know what I love about us? What? This exact thing. How you're deflecting your dick off right now, trying to get me to <laughs> not be yelling at you? <laughs> no, we're just like so yin and yang, and uh, it somehow works. <laughs> we're like mirrors of each other, but like obstinately the opposite. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do know. And how we can mean. text each other and like the vibe is so pissed off right now. And I'm like, listen, I'm chill. I swear I'm chill. I am chill right now too, but I am giving you a talking to because what the fuck are you doing? I'm trying. Okay. I have never been this consistent with meds just to let I've you know. I've never heard of someone be so inconsistent with their meds is what I'm saying. I'm just saying, give me the gold star where it's due. <laughs> I don't think there are any stars on this I'm one. I'm fucking trying here. You're getting you're getting a P for pass, I guess. Pass, That's, you're getting a P minus. You know what? C's get degrees. <laughs> That's fair. A P minus. A P minus. I've actually received those. 
uh, I got my first. It's like a pass with a, a firm look. Like, with, yeah, like, <laughs> I struggle to pass. Get your, fucking, get your fucking life together. You're going to end my, up in this horseshit town. I got my first F in fourth grade. <sighs> Mrs. Goobler. No, she's taught second grade. Um, Mrs. Larson. And it was over, oh. it was over uh, an English thing, which was ridiculous because I was always so good at that. So I was like, fuck. And she's like, you got an F. Do you know that? <laughs> and I was like, no, but I'm not surprised. I've had head lice all year. <laughs> <laughs> no, but are you surprised? Uh. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh. <laughs> you, you sent my me mom, home with right? this head lice lamp. <laughs> <laughs> you sent me home with it. It's like lives in my house. <laughs> Shit. I'm t- I'm surprised it took you this long to give me an F. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> did you talk I, about Senior Gublar? I don't know. Let's talk about it. What about it? He's retiring. I know he's retiring and I sent him a letter. <laughs> oh my god. I was worried about you. Why? Because you're like, I'm sending this letter. This confession of love. I have a podcast. I've been talking about you. Oh, no, I just played it up like it was a confession of love. I mean, I did say that, like, hey, I had a huge crush on you in middle school. I did say that. And I also threw my sister under the bus. Sorry, (laughs) (laughs) Did he send you anything back? Not that I know of. I don't expect to see anything back from him. Oh, no. I was like, that would be the worst idea is to get a letter back. Oh, right. I don't think, I think he's smart enough to know that. (laughs) But I just, I was like, hey, you know, I'm like, it's gotten a lot of mileage. I'm like, I get pictures of you. It school events because of the parents of the children are my friends i'm like so i'm sorry if it's caused you any grief i don't think it has um but i just said like i remember moments of in your class where i i'm like i knew in your class that i was never gonna learn spanish <laughs> I'm like i knew in your class um that i like i got confidence to draw because we had to like draw something and i just said like it opened my mind with uh writing exercises you know stuff like that i'm like the restaurant thing <laughs> yeah i'm like so i mean you had an impact and i'm like i think that's what you want to hear at this point in your career that's awesome yeah so that's was a good letter it wasn't like a, hey you want to suck these titties <laughs> was like... i was really worried that i was turning into that no 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 no, no. oh my like, god i was just that's like funny. just so you know i have a podcast and you're a part of it cause um it's... listen i know your type and if you ever leave terry i'm here <laughs> Daddy. Like husky blondes. <laughs> no, uh, it was no God, because my sister was like, "OMG, did you really send that?" And I was like, "Yeah," and then she, I'm like, "Oh, people think I'm like sending a declaration of love." No, I do not want to hook up with Senior Gublar. That is good. Okay, but like now that that's settled, <laughs> twenty years ago, when in my like eighth grade brain, yeah, let's run away together. <laughs> When we were doing that with everybody. Yeah, exactly. It's like, I don't <laughs> Speaking of which, where the hell did the Bennetts go? Oh, where the hell did the Bennetts go? I drove past their house yesterday, and guess what? <laughs> there were U-Haul boxes on the front porch, and I could see through the front window <laughs> that the house was empty. Where have they gone? <laughs> we're going to have to put out a missing... <laughs> they honestly we're going to have to make just... a Facebook group. <laughs> They just upgraded their living situation, probably. <laughs> They're probably just, like, on the hill a little higher. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, sent Mallory some pictures of her homestead, too. How cute. And she's like, oh, that tree's huge. <laughs> she's such a babe. She's uh, messaged me the entire time I was posting those, like, winter cabin vibes. Oh, what was Moody she saying? lake vibes. She was just 
just hearting everything. She's just like, like, yes, girl. Yeah, I love her. She's good. Um. So yeah, what did you learn this season? (laughs) Do you want to leave that for last? Oh, I don't care. All right, let's leave that for last. Okay. I think that would be like the the sweet note to live on, you know. Yeah. Leave on whatever. Oh, by the way, you were you were. Never mind. I'm not gonna bring it up. Just bring it up. We can no, delete it. No, no, no. I'm not. I don't want to talk about it. <clears throat> I'm, I'm waiting. No, it's not happening. <laughs> say it. Maybe next season. No, I'll bring say it, it up. now. No, it's it's over. What the fuck? I, it left my brain. No, it didn't. It's yeah, right it did. there. Yeah, it did. It left my brain. It's gone now. Where is it? It's gone. What is it? Just tell me. Tis, God damn tis it. A you're, just, you're gonna make me nauseated. Oh, by the way, my anxiety. sister. My sister told me she goes. No. Uh, she goes i'm gagging listening to <laughs> she's like kendra and i are so much alike i'm like yeah dude <laughs> i still can't think of it but i did listen to that part on the airplane and laughed because i was a little high and i was like that was you know, pretty funny i i i listened to it too when i was laughing but not like i wasn't really it was just like on the background i was like doing something else and i was like (laughs) and i'm like wait this is actually funny (laughs) so it's nice you know it's very nice hair i'm traumatized oh you want to know what i did (laughs) i went to el mexicano for lunch yesterday as one does when they're in severe county right and uh chips and salsa God, just to, to reiterate that men from small towns gossip more than anyone ever could. Oh, what did they say? What were they saying? Uh, two truckers at different tables talking to each other. <laughs> like across the hall? <laughs> yeah, and there wasn't any music playing. And then there was this. <laughs> and then when the other trucker got up and left, like the, the guy who was sitting by himself felt that he needed. Here's the thing. When I sit alone in a restaurant eat and i don't have my phone out or anything i'm just sitting there eating around mm-hmm. it makes everyone around me uncomfortable yeah <laughs> because they would never dare do it themselves i guess no yeah that's it, a reflection of themselves they're like i could never do that she must want me to talk to her or something so this guy was he was a trucker so yeah you have a lot of alone mills you know yeah uh he was insecure about sitting there by himself so he talked to this guy who was with his girlfriend they were both truckers and they were just gossiping <laughs> up a goddamn storm feeling sorry for themselves <laughs> and then uh when it got to the point where it was too awkward for them to continue on because the guy was there with his girl the single guy that was just by himself he had way ton of food left and he's like well i gotta get out of here and I just, <laughs> it's like jesus christ so he gets up and leaves and then the trucker he was talking to starts gossiping with his girlfriend <laughs> and gets quiet at certain spots. I wonder why. Who could they possibly be talking about? <laughs> Is it the trucker? The trucker or like, um, I heard them talking about me a couple times. <gasps> like by name? No. They were just commenting on how it was like strange that I was eating by myself oh. or whatever. And I was just like, what? They're like, Ever. do you think she's... Because it's a small she's town okay. life, right? Yeah. So, um... And then across the restaurant, there was this old man talking about all the church gossip he could get his hands on. (laughs) And I was just like, Lord, give me strength. (laughs) Do you remember any of the goss? 
Uh, no, not really, because I was high as a kite. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Which is why you were like, I'm just chilling, eating also, my chips. Yeah, when I would focus in on it and listen to it, it would enrage me in such a way. <laughs> Like I wanted to, I wanted to like inflict violence on them all just based off people who would work them, but I've had to endure it in my life, and I'm just like, I hate you, I hate you. Can I tell you the most infuriating thing that is happening in the Mormon verse right now? Yeah, let's hear it. <clears throat> I've seen this like three times in three separate screenshots. <sighs> um, Mormons being like. The um the word Mormon is like unto the N word, and please do not use it because it is a slur used against my people. Please use us by our please call us by our proper name, members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints, because that is what we're asked to call ourselves now. And please just respect that that's what we want to be called. And it's just like yeah, Mormons have definitely had it's as not the fucking same. It's not the fucking same as being called the N-word, first of all. And it's also not the fucking same as people being respected by their pronouns or their new names. Like, it's just not. It's like they're trying to, like, move in with that movement. You know what I mean? Yeah. They probably have a like, young PR and they're like, how can we be like these people? It's not, right? It's not the same as transgender people, is it? Absolutely fucking not. No. Are you I just me? keep thinking it's like this is their persecution complex that's like just on fucking high alert right now. And it is enraging me. Well, if I literally hear it out of anybody's mouth personally, I will just That's been Call them a-, a Mormon and leave. That's what I will do. That's kind of been fucking the movie Mormon. lately though. Is the people who are actually uh, the persecutors are acting like they're persecuted? It's it's a it's like a Nazi tactic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, Trish said that she got a <laughs> she got banned from Facebook for thirty days because Jesus. She, she said she used the word grammar Nazi, and uh, I was like, okay, whatever. And she, I was like, well, good. You're not gonna be on Facebook for thirty days. That's a that's a win. <laughs> And she goes, Bobby, here was the message. <laughs> She's like, the comment was, I used to be such a grammar Nazi, but I'm not anymore. You know, there's too much like pain and stuff in the world. I just think everyone should be nice to each other. And <laughs> Face was like, none of that. <laughs> and they're like, grammar Nazi, goodbye. I'm like, they don't actually, they don't even ban actual Nazis. I don't understand. <laughs> I didn't write book. Nazi. I wrote Nazi. <laughs> Zion. um one of my old employees he's mentally ill just like me but the way (laughs) the way that we like check in on each other is every few months we'll text each other a very specific rick and morty uh it's one episode we'll quote the whole thing to each other (laughs) jesus christ today was the day (laughs) (laughs) he just texts me slut thief (laughs) And I wrote back, you're the only one fucking that thing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, can we talk about jobs that we could imagine ourselves having? Yeah, this really is a downer. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, I just want to mention this story that you posted 43 minutes ago. 
What? My first day as a prostitute. Him. How much? Me. One million dollars, sir. <laughs> you know what? I've already gotten five responses on that, and I posted it less than an hour ago. And um, I said that, like, a few days ago solo to a bunch of my friends, and they're like, well, for fucking real. And I was just like, it's too good not to share. And so, And everyone's like, me. Yep. Amen. <laughs> It's like we all would, but then we'd be like, in that situation, we'd be like, you know what? A million dollars, that's the price. <laughs> no, I think it's people thinking, I mean, maybe that's it, what it is for you, but it's me thinking I'm hot shit enough. <laughs> One night with me, one million dollars, hello? Obviously. <laughs> it's in cash as well. Right. <laughs> Do you got like a hundred, a million dollars just chilling? <laughs> If you want to be my lover, you know, you got to get with my $100 million. <laughs> also, I'm not doing anything special. It's going to be very vanilla sex. You're like, this is Zell? <laughs> You're going to Zell this right to my bank. It's <laughs> <sighs> Fuck. Okay, well, how come you're... Here's what I want to ask you. Mm. How come your list of, like, jobs you could do is so short? Or not like or like bleak or whatever. No, I'm saying it makes me depressed that I could be doing more with my life. Oh, we'll just do like I do and be like, well, I'll never be everything. So, so I'll be in the restaurant Nothing. industry <laughs> instead. <laughs> I spend more time dreaming about what I could do than actually putting effort towards something that I one thing that I could do. Can I do a quick sidebar? Yeah. Um. So what's this podcast? <laughs> years and years ago. Uh, I had a boss named Christy and I had a huge crush on him, but that's neither here nor there. Anyways, we were doing a huge event on main street in park city and this girl that he'd been seeing, which I got the hot gossip. He was kind of playing, playing her the fool, playing with the fool with her. Mm. And I could tell that she'd like spend extra time on her hair and stuff. Like it looked fr- fried because she had to do it more than once. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And she was there and she was nervous and he ignored her until <laughs> so the next day. He came, like, he was all excited to see me. <laughs> He's like, how'd you like that event yesterday, Bob? And I was like, cool, but I didn't realize you were such a player. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. He's like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, hey, we can still be friends. Don't worry about it. I'm like, but that girl, you should have treated her better. And um, Good for you. He stewed about it hard. Good. Like, I saw him, like, because in my bar, you look down the line. And there's another, you know, there's a, a prep kitchen and he was in there and I could tell he was pissed and stewing. <laughs> and he kept walking back over and saying stuff. And I'm like, no, it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. <laughs> and then I started calling him the MVP, the most valuable player. <laughs> and That's great. And I told him, too, I was like, you know, I thought you were Sarah, but it turns out you're Dreams. Everyone's a Fleetwood Mac song, you know. I just <gasps> was upset it was Dreams, but it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> players wow. only, it's like players only love you when they're playing mm-hmm. anyways point is he posted today <laughs> that in two weeks him and that girl are gonna get married so <gasps> what a twist I know, of so. events <laughs> you did that sometimes i have positive effects on people it and don't get me wrong while. i still try to seduce him the whole time we work together <laughs> why not and we make fun of his fiance all the time because she didn't have eyebrows until recently so you know just because I'm the angel doesn't mean I'm an angel. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so congrats to Christy and his Just woman. Just because you're an angel doesn't mean you're a saint. Exactly. So congratulations. I'm pretty sure he listens to this podcast. Of course, he's not telling me one way or the other. But <laughs> Yeah, Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. <laughs> you never tweet us back. 
Um, but yeah, I just want to give them a quick shout out and say congrats. Cool. I was that a uh, clunky bow and arrow girl. Cupid. Cute. I don't have any stories that are, can compete with that. Honestly, I think. Well, what's your you first probably job? Probably are so nice. My first job. Yeah. That I did done in my life. No, that you would. <sighs> can I tell could. you about a blunder that I had last night? Yeah, of course. Sidebar. <clears throat> Obviously, I'm a little toasted right now. <laughs> You're and on the marijuana. Obvi- obviously, I was a little toasted last night when my friend Larissa was like, hey, what are you doing Friday? I was like, you well, bitch. it said, um, right? Um, <laughs> right? I'm not that brave. Um, are you available Friday evening by chance? It's so-and-so's birthday and she invite us, invited us out with her and her husband it's a little last minute, so I'm trying to see who's available. What does that say to you? They're thinking enough people together, then they're going to do something. If they, if not, then no. That's what I thought. Uh, I said, I'm actually going out Friday. Are you going to be downtown? Because maybe depending on time, I can do both. And you can come with me to Lake Effect. And then she was like, what time are you going to Lake Effect? We would be downtown if we could make it happen. She's thinking this and this and this. And I said, I'm going to Lake Effect around blah, blah, blah. So then we're like, okay, I'd be down for that for sure. Is Sapa at eight? She's like seven-ish. Okay. I was like, okay, what is your expectation for my involvement? Uh-huh. You want me to come to the whole thing or just the arcade? I guess I'm just saying I I don't want to misunderstand and invite myself. What's we'll wrong with that? I realized I did not work. This is her. I realized I did not word myself well. I was initially asking to see if you were available to babysit. <laughs> no! <laughs> then I was thinking, if we did find a sitter, we could stop by Lake Effect, and we, after we get done, I'm all over the place today. I was like, Jesus. I just invited myself to the whole shebang. <laughs> I literally thought, oh, her husband must not be able to come out, and Larissa needs a plus one. <laughs> This is fucking gold, dude. She's like, I was like, yes, I am high. She says, ha ha, me too. (laughs) Thank God for marijuana, you know? (laughs) I was like, oh. I was so excited she wanted me to hang out with her. And I was like, you know what? I'll make both happen. Oh my God. It sounds like you can can still. (laughs) I just didn't want to make sure I was inviting myself anywhere. I invited myself to the whole night. (laughs) I know that's so funny, especially because you're like, I just want to make sure. She's like, actually, <laughs> she's like, actually, I just need a babysitter. You're inviting yourself to the whole oh thing. Oh my god! And I was like, obviously, of course, I can babysit. I'll make the other plans work. I was just so fucking embarrassed. Oh, I would have been like, oh fuck that! I'll be out. I'll be <laughs> oh, at Lake yeah, Effect sorry, if you no, want to see my ass. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Isn't that so sad? I think it's hilarious. I love it. I'm here for it. I God bless America and God bless texting and weed and miscommunication. <laughs> so you want to hear the power of the Chevron in Peguich, Utah? Oh my God, yes. <laughs> so um, Anthony's down in Bryce Canyon, right? And he's yeah. asking me questions like, where's the nearest Walmart? I'm like, honey, you're going to Joe's. 
But I'm like, I'm like, if you stop at the Chev and you see a dike, like a big dike, that's the danger. And tell her I said, hey. And, or I'm like, tell her that you're you're one of my homies. And he's like, okay. So then I get a picture back, and it's Kayla, Caitlin, and Anthony. <laughs> And he's like, I mentioned that I knew you. And then Caitlin was like, you know, Alvy? And she was just happened to be there. <laughs> oh, my God. And I'm like, so you got to see a Josie and the danger? Like, are you shitting me? That and he's is... like, yeah. And I just mentioned your name and people start flocking towards me. <laughs> <laughs> that's so magical. That's just, that's the magic of the Chevron, man. I'll tell you what. That's pretty small town. <laughs> yeah, well. That's pretty cute. Penguiches. Small town. <laughs> Anthony texted me and was like, who's this? <laughs> <laughs> she's a girl from uh a screenshot she's oh. a girl from richfield she was requesting him as like a friend and i was like she must have really liked your episode wait who was it it was mikhail oh cool yeah um you want to hear something so stupid that i did yesterday <laughs> yeah i do i painted my fingernails like i like retouched them up you know and they weren't yeah. drying because i go clumpy and yeah. i'm i'm bad at painting nails <laughs> so I was like, huh, I bet if, again, hi, I'm like, I bet if I light this on fire, attach some heat to it, it'll... Oh. My. God. (laughs) Cut to my hand on fire. (laughs) Fucking God. Bobby! Whatever. I don't Did care. you do it by a sink or what? Nope. I was literally laying on my back in bed painting my nails. Oh my god. <laughs> You're like, look how inventive I am. And then I'm like, yeah, a little a little heat, you know? <clears throat> so and my finger and I'm like running my finger around and I had the <laughs> the thing of uh nail polish in, my, in that hand and it flew. Like I lost <gasps> track. It, no, it was it was sealed and everything. Oh good. I was like trying to get the fire out and it like slipped out of my hands and went flying across <laughs> across the room and I was just like, holy shit, I almost lost a fucking hand. Oh whatever. I'm inventive. It's me, I'm special. <laughs> Can I tell you about a pl- a thing that almost killed me that I invented? What? Um, you know those menstruation cups? Uh-huh. I do know I love them. <clears throat> They're great. Um I thought that to sanitize them you should put uh, water with a little bit of bleach on the stove. <laughs> I did this for fucking years. <clears throat> and then one time I burned it so that it completely dehydrated and kind of burnt the cup. Don't do that. And so then I was like, uh, I wonder if I should call poison control. I was like, hey. Like, you shouldn't have been doing this at all. It absorbs the bleach. <laughs> <laughs> like... I was like, hey, uh, What's up? I kind of left a pot of bleach and water boiling on my uh, stove and then it kind of burnt a little bit. And I was just wondering if that was like a bad idea. And they were like, hell yeah, that's a bad idea. <laughs> you betcha. It, you're pretty much like <laughs> spreading toxic fumes throughout. Your- you're not supposed to boil bleach, by the way. Oh. So don't do that. <laughs> if you're, unless you're a pussy. Unless you're not a pussy. <laughs> I think um, it makes like a specific gas. Don't boil yeah. bleach. It does. You know what? One time I boiled <clears throat> till it was dry. Chlorine gas, yeah, which chlorine is highly gas. toxic. <laughs> It'll kill you. Uh, <laughs> one time I was uh, boiling eggs and I forgot about them until it dried out, you know? <laughs> and I went. I went. I was like, oh shit, I forgot. 
and I went to like move them, and the when I moved it, it exploded. So I was <gasps> gonna make like an, an egg bomb. Oh. Way to... Luckily, my reflexes are good because I could have taken a, my head off then. <laughs> Not really. It would have just done some serious damage on my face. I'm taking my meds, guys. It's that good time. Job. <laughs> <laughs> um, one time I was talking to my boyfriend on the phone, and I was like 17. I don't know why it took so long for me to get diagnosed with ADHD. <laughs> but I was making macaroni on the pot. Macaroni in the pot. Yeah. I was making macaroni. And in then, the like, <clears throat> I left it boiling for, like, way too long. And I started, like, hearing weird noises. And I was in my back in my room. And I was like, shit, I left my macaroni boiling. And I was like, okay, I think I saved it. I'm on the phone the whole time with him. I think I saved it. It's, it is pretty... Like, the noodles were pretty mushy, but I mean, I'm, I can eat it. So I, like, poured milk and, like, the butter and, like, the cheese sauce and stuff, and it ended up being too milky. Uh-huh. And so I was like, ah, shit. I, well, ah, crap. Uh, I, <laughs> this is too liquidy, so I put it back on the burner, and then I went back in my room and started, kept talking to my boyfriend, flirting and stuff. Yeah. And then I smelled smoke, and so I was like, ah, oh, shit, I burned my macaroni twice. So I ran in there and took it off the stove and I ended up having to throw it away. Uh-huh. And later that evening, my roommate came in to my room and she was like, I have to talk to you about something. And I was like, okay. And she was like, um, you know that smell earlier today in the apartment? And I was like, yeah. Because she came home. I left and she came home. She was uh-huh. like, I think... I think so and so is smoking marijuana. <laughs> it was your just macaroni. <laughs> and I was like, "What?" And she's like, "Yeah, that smell kind of smelled like marijuana." And I was like, "Really?" Uh, I just burned my macaroni and cheese. That's what that smell is. She's like, "Oh, <laughs> oh I was okay. so worried." <laughs> Talk about not knowing what smoking weed smells like. <laughs> I told you right about how everybody at, at esthetician school was smoking weed. And I'd always just be like, wow, there are a lot of skunks around here. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And whenever I get pulled over and I'm like, if a cop asks, I'm telling him I hit a skunk, period. 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 I mean, in Richfield, it's pretty believable. Well, the only time I'm going to get hassled for that is in the country land. It's true. It's true. It's fair true. Well... I don't, know okay. how I, feel, I don't know how I feel about this, uh, the Titanic song getting, like, super a lot of publicity on the TikToks and the uh, reels. I don't know if you've noticed that. Maybe I'm a year off. Fuck, you are a fucking year off. Well, a on, whole ass year off. I'm on reels. So it goes away? Tell me, does it go away? You've seen the future, Kendra. Does it go yeah, away? You're, I mean, you're about six weeks from oh, the end of that. For Christ's sake. Okay, whatever. Anyways, jobs I'd like to have. <laughs> Talk about how many jobs. How many did you write down? I wrote down ten because I'm good at my job. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Okay, I'll go. I'll do a few at a time. Okay. <clears throat> Before I sent this to my friend in 2020, so like July 2020, uh-huh. um, and one of them was podcaster. Oh, shut up. I know. Hey, I saw, I saw that. And I was like, hey, hey, we made it. <laughs> <laughs> um, another one I thought about was I wanted to be a doula. What the hell's that? 
It's like a advocate for birthing mothers and humans, birthing humans. All right. And like coaches you through your birth and maybe actually does some hands-on birth stuff. I don't know, really. I was just looking into it at first, but I thought that would be kind of a fulfilling empathetic job that wouldn't take a lot of training and just like more like would it take a lot of training it wouldn't take a, like it wouldn't take like a doctor level of training you know what i mean uh-huh. but it would be like a fulfilling woman empowering or human empowering type of role well that's, i mean i i don't understand at all but okay <laughs> i think that's great for you all right <laughs> what's your first one um, uh, should we start of like, do you want to do, I mean, the... I'm ending with some pretty epic ones? big hitters. Yeah. Like that are real true ones that you want to do. Yeah. Okay. So my number 10 then is an archeologist. Oh, those, <laughs> I mean, dreaming about being an archeologist when I don't know, like fourth grade through 10th tw- grade, such a vibe. Yeah, I agree. And, um, Indiana Jones will get brought up a couple times on this uh, list. <laughs> <laughs> He's my uh, personal personal savior uh, hero. Uh, I really do like me some Henry Henry Jones Jr. or Hen- Henry Jones Jr. Yeah. No. Um, I don't know. I think uh, archaeology is interesting, um, just because it's what. I mean, anthropology is also another thing that I think be, would be cool, but I feel like they go hand in hand. Anthropology is current study, right, of uh, things like behaviors, and archaeology is using these tools and stuff uh, that you dig up to tell a story, which I think is cool. Is Indiana Jones's other name Henry Jones? No, they, we named the dog Indiana. His yeah. name's Henry Jones Jr., yeah. Because I thought you were trying to say Harrison Ford. No. I just kind of got... I, I got a little high. Okay. <laughs> Can you go over the second part of what you said? Because I was very distracted by Henry Jones Jr. Oh, I just think, like, between... Uh, archaeology or anthropology would both... Like, they're similarly interesting to me because anthropology is, like, the study of behavior, um, past and present. And uh, archaeology is using you know, items that you find, you know, to tell far, far, far sites. Yeah. Like yeah. what made man, you know, change was stopping and building farms and stuff. Something had to have happened where we stopped being hunters and gatherers and started being, you know, agriculturists. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that whole thing's just really interesting to me. Like Egypt's always been really interesting to me. Oh, going, to, Egypt, yeah. going to one, like any, any site where we're learning and, doing new stuff like new new dinosaurs and stuff too that's cool too that's paleontology but oh yeah uh jurassic park came out during that time period too where we were all in fourth grade and be like oh right and i do feel like steven spielberg is super influential <laughs> my choices here but uh archaeology would be badass especially if you're doing an indiana jones style fuck yeah i'm like i'm digging that a lot yeah, this is going to make me sad that I can't do all of these things. Um, I don't know. Life's long. In a similar vein, I wanted to be a company with causes. I didn't care what the fuck company it was. I just wanted to have a cause oh, behind so it. Do like, uh, what is that called? Like, 
nonprofit <laughs> shit. <laughs> uh, I guess, but just like I wanted to have a company that also forwarded to like something that really would make a difference. Um, I just followed this big this company called Just Dig It, this Instagram account. Uh-huh. And one of their stories talked about how they are digging these little pits across Africa. Mm-hmm. And they're they're designed to capture like rain droplets. And okay. they're they're deep enough because what's happening is when a, a climate gets too deserty the earth can form a crust on top of it. And so any rain that falls doesn't really benefit the soil. It just evaporates. And so if they're digging a hole that's deep enough, it will break that barrier, that crust barrier, trap the moisture, start to grow its own little ecosystem. And they estimate that by digging these little things that the in seven years, mm-hmm. the whole continent of, Africa could have a very different ecosystem. That's interesting. I've also, I mean, if it happens, it happens. That would be great because as it stands right now, Africa is the hole in the boat. Honestly, uh, it is. If they could do that, then could you imagine how much more reversed, like how much more ahead of global warming we could be? Because that would be it's like, so awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Like replenishing the, I mean, it would it would just be fucking huge. I love when people talk about like finding uh, ways to clean the sea and have it be like non salty, and they're like it's expensive. I'm like compared to what? Not having water? Like yeah, compared <laughs> to dying. Spare no expense, please. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna just send you a link to this um, whole thing, but it is. I'm excited about the prospect of this really working. That would so. be badass. Yeah, I mean, doing actual stuff that would make the world a better place like truly would be awesome yeah the uh bio says we're on a mission to regreen africa and cool down the planet together with millions of farmers and you this is the decade of doing dig in so i like that the decade of doing i just want to do more so a company with causes is what i want (laughs) today um someone dropped some marinara it wasn't me it was someone else but it got all over this kid's sweater and um, I just told my boss, I was like, go, go talk to him. Well, we need to give him something, you know. And she's yeah. going, if he doesn't tip you, let me know. He seems cool. I'm like, it's Gen Z. I could literally yeah. shit on the table and they'd still tip me. <laughs> they'd be like, listen, everybody deserves a living wage. <laughs> yeah, they're like, you're right. Um, Side tangent. I know, right? There's a... No, I'm seeing oh. another one. We both get one. <laughs> There's a, a um, shortage of baby formula. Uh-huh. And I've been considering trying to pump some boob milk out just to see if I could, like, donate to some kind of cause. Do you still lactate? I was up until, like, six months ago. Whoa. I know. Actually, when I was a nanny, uh, one of the moms at Mommy and Me, I was the only non-mommy. <laughs> yeah? She, her kid was three and she was still breastfeeding. Well, Halo has not breastfed until since six months she gave it up completely we did not have a there's a lot of complications with breastfeeding yeah breastfeeding's no joke man and also like the fucking depression 
and yeah, like, no, like not feeling no like a body joke. anymore. <laughs> but um, she just quit and she wouldn't anymore. And I felt fucking bad about it. But I relied heavily on formula from then on. Right. And I still could like produce a little bit of milk. And it would freak the Spencer out. He'd be like, can you please stop doing that? And I was like, no, I just want to see if it's still there. And as of like six months ago, it stopped. So I was reading something today that said the reason why gas prices are so high is because during the pandemic, because no one was driving and they laid off a bunch of people and they just refused to get more people. Oh my God. So only this minute amount of people are able to, and they're pulling record profits because everyone wants gas right now. But the reason why it's so expensive is because they're not producing it like they used to. So it's supply and demand. And it's just like, these people have names and addresses people. Yeah. Like we have the power. We people have the power. Let's knock down some goddamn doors. The next thing I'd like to do. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. Uh, A roadie. I've done it. I've sort of done it. I did it for my brother's band. Um, A roadie is just someone who gets all the gear together, make sure like the musicians taken care of. Uh, I did merch while we were on the road. Um, And I just think it's like good. It's fun to have like the, like you're having the experience, you're seeing the world, you're listening to good tunes, you're seeing cool venues without like the attention of being the rock star or even the depression of being one if you're not pulling crowds and stuff. So Girl. I think it would be, be fun to be a roadie. I could see that for you. You've That's so it. rad. <laughs> I know, but I like I can see that for you for the rest of your life, girl. Like you could be manager status for sure. Yeah, I mean, it would obviously I've been asked to be a manager before. Um, I don't think I have. It doesn't sound very fun to me to be a manager. Um, but a roadie for sure and it's not a lifetime job. It's a you do it for like 10 it's years. It's a gig. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> 10 years tops. Like uh, there's nothing sadder than like a 50-year-old roadie. But maybe not. Maybe that's just hateful. Yeah, that's just that's just plain hateful. <laughs> yeah, you're so just I'm... hating on your future self. <laughs> okay, um, but yeah, roadie. I think roadies are, and you know, they get the show going. They're very, they're crucial. I think that's cool. Uh, <laughs> don't laugh. These are still July first, twenty twenty. Um, I like I how much... you you're never prepared. <laughs> like, no, fuck, I fuck you, audience. I, <laughs> I thought about no. I thought about this idea and i was like i'm gonna find that text that i sent her because it has just a list of things that i thought i was like if i get out of the pandemic this is the list of things i might want to do okay so i've been doing my homework all right um dentist reviewer what the fuck's that i know i invented (laughs) it myself (laughs) so i know so much about like the dental world and like how an office can run because i did it and i thought it would be kind of cool because dentists always send out like a free first visit or whatever coupon Uh and so i could every six months or every three months i could go get a cleaning and see how they run their office get a feel for their office and then just like you know see what the salesmanship of the office like front office staff or the back office staff or like the cleanliness of the thing, or if I felt comfortable, or if like they know their shit, or you know what I mean? Or if they're just trying to upsell you. Yeah. And I could review, I could like have it like a little secret account and saying this this office was I give it a X out of ten and 
this is what I liked, this is what I didn't like. I thought that would be kind of a cool thing to do. Yeah, how sustainable is that? I mean, I'm not trying to shit on your dreams. I'm just saying, like, it's just like a side Oh, it's job, a shitty a side... dream because, like, uh, you if, you get, if you get, yeah, if you get too often, too frequent of cleanings, that could wear away your enamel. Uh-huh. So, like, you can't, you can only do, like, one review every three or six months. Like, it's, like, really iffy if you're going every three what months. What you could do is take Halo to a pediatrician one every, you know, you guys could do alternate oh you see i got you girl hey you're making my <laughs> dreams come true still i mean how much are you making for it to be sustainable zero dollars <laughs> like the rest of my gigs right like everything else we do nothing <laughs> it's not about the money <laughs> no that's true it's about the passion and the joy that you feel doing it <laughs> my next one is a fashion designer Oh my god, I want you to be one. Fun fact, my mom got accepted to fashion design school at Dixie, but she married my dad instead. Yes, um, here's I a lesson. Re- Go to I school. Yeah, I didn't realize that that was actually a thing until I was way, way, way into fashion. Um, I'm, I've had a, I had a subscription to Vogue uh, from 16 to like 27. Um, fashion to me is just so fucking cool. Uh, you wouldn't know what to look at me the way I dress mm-hmm. and stuff, but that's actually not true. I definitely have my own flair and it's very low budget fashion forward. I feel, um, no comment, huh? Okay. No, I like that, <laughs> but, uh, I just would, first of all, to be able to sew like that would be mm-hmm. such a, so, such an amazing skill to acquire. I hope to one day acquire. I used to be able to sew pretty good when I was a kid, like as far as right. kid standards were, so I was kind of getting into it when I had my own clothing line. Um, but I was mostly just reimagining uh, clothes. I wasn't making clothes. Yeah. Um, but, like, don't get me wrong. Like, people were digging what I was laying out with my clothing line. Like, I feel yeah. like I have a, a really good eye for – and I've always been able to be know what the trends are. Like, people yeah. take been taking me to sh- take shopping with them since I was like 18 years old, like I just have since before that, since I was in high school, I just have an eye, I have a vision. I can dress anybody. And I've, I mean, I just, fashion is just fucking cool. It's my favorite art form after music. Probably. Yeah. I think that's so fucking rad. And you're right. I, um, have a similar one. So let's just talk about it too. I, um, put down plus size dressmaker. Oh, that's cool. I feel like there's not enough, like gowns mm-hmm. that are good that are made for like for I feel like the... specifically plus size yes yeah. like sometimes i feel like when Mel- melissa mccarthy the way they dress her it really ex- it really yes. shows her her fatness and there needs to be a better way to dress bigger women instead of being like by the way here's my gut you know there is a better way to dress bigger women and even if it shows the belly or whatever like it it um it makes the it what i want is not a skinny person's dress on a fat made to fit my body yeah i want a fat girl's dress i want a fat girl in mind when you created the dress yes 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 and so along that line it's like it would be really cool if I could develop the skills and I have a sewing machine. I have the basics down, but like really have a skill for creating dresses 
and then I could like wear them instead of just being disappointed every time I go to look for a dress. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, there are definitely more than there were when we were in high school, but there mm-hmm. could, there could be more. <laughs> like there are fat people walking around. I don't know if anyone noticed. I don't know let's if anybody let, noticed, but we're here. Stress them. <laughs> oh, I was in Tahoe when they were. My friends were like, "Hey, have you seen this?" And it was that jason thing where they were like we're here we're queer get used to it or whatever what jason thing it's the youtube thing that you told me to look up my son is gay my son is gay (laughs) my son is gay so i did i I watched the whole (laughs) the whole like four different videos and the best one is like go put up my tree that one's so fucking funny they were great so thanks for the recommendation Hey, what are you doing? Get out of here. Go put a, go turn on my tree. <laughs> my next one is I would love, 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 love to be like an action reporter. Not Ooh. like not like on TV, like print reporter. But that's like it all like the, you know, like I'm the one that's like on the scene reporting, reporting about like the murders and the wrecks and the scandals. I want to be that reporter. <clears throat> yeah. And that's such a skill, again, and it's also, like, such a fun life. I want to have to carry a gun because someone might be after me. (laughs) (laughs) It kind of ties into what we're doing now, but, like, a much higher stake. (laughs) Right. I'm not talking about, like... Ritual shit. (laughs) Have you seen seen I Love Trouble with uh, Nick Nolte and uh, Julia Roberts? No. Oh, it's so good. It's, like, a 90s, early 90s one. And they're both, they're rival reporters. And then it gets, like, scary and scandalous. And it's just like, yeah. <laughs> I, I would love, love to be a reporter. that. 1994 or 19, 19, yeah, 1994. Yeah, okay, so these guys. Yeah. Um, Similarly, and this is just, like, a recent dream that was kind of an old dream, but, like, never going to happen type of thing. Uh, Storm Chaser. Ooh, I, we got we have cows. I know, right? <laughs> um, I love I when I'm high, when I'm too high, I sit down to some tornado videos and I just relax. And <laughs> I, I sit down to some tornado videos and relax. I legit <laughs> listen. Look at my uh, YouTube history. It's like Pecos Hank, and um, there's also a female storm chaser page I follow on Instagram. Mine's like. Mine's like how to make cheese and murderers. <laughs> <laughs> but legit, if I didn't have a kid and like, I mean, like this, this has to be a pre-family thing that you do. But I would just like spend all summer traveling the Midwest and like the prairie and taking shots of tornadoes. That would be, be cool. cool. That would be way sexy. I would, I would go, I would join you. I wouldn't want to do it as for a living, but I'd be like, yo, Kendra, I'm in town. Let's go chase some storms. You'd be like, cool. Like, sweet. I'm in Oklahoma. <laughs> I'm in Oklahoma for some ungodly reason. <laughs> There's a good E5 brewing. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's where both my brothers went to basic training. Oh, wait, no. Jake, Jake didn't go to Fort Sill. Zach did, though. Anyway, mm. my next one is music producer. Yeah, you should. You should do all these, girl. <laughs> um, I love. I'm talking music producer in the sense that you're also the sound engineer and you're giving input and you're telling. You know, that's what I'm talking about when I say music producer. Um, one of my favorite stories of all time is uh, 
David Bowie going in to record, of course, Bowie, uh, <laughs> going in to record uh, his last album, Black Star. And the music producer was listening to Kendrick Lamar's To Pimp a Butterfly. Fucking cool, right? And uh, David Bowie was like, let me hear this. And I just love, A, that someone of David Bowie's stature, he trusted his producer. Mm-hmm. I want musicians to trust me like that. And it's similarly to the roadie thing where it's just like you're there for the ride. And a producer that has, like, notoriety, I, that's what I want to be. Where it's like, yeah. I want you to produce this song. You know, because I, you know, because like, a, a lot of musicians don't like producers. Um, but when you learn to work with one and there's one that's good, that's what I want to be. That's that's a unicorn. I love that. I think you could do that. I, I watched I you do it at my kitchen table when we're like, <laughs> we don't fucking know what we're going to do this for this theme song. And you're like, here I am. <laughs> I think a lot of these I'll do at some point. Not all of them, but some of them. I know, right? It's a long life. We could do all of these. Right. Um, Next one is like a combination. Uh, Move out of state, become a farmer slash animal rescue, <laughs> and get bees and uh, make homemade beauty products. <laughs> <laughs> also, donkeys are a part of that whole I dream. I love me some donkeys. No, I, I like it. Cute. And you're going to wear like rubber boots and a dress all day? Listen, I'm not. Why not? Have you seen me farm? <laughs> Just, I'm not part of that life. I'm not a homesteader. I'm not an outside person. Oh, really? I'm not. I want to be. Because like, Listen, if a... I woke up in somebody else's non-ADHD brain, I would totally fucking do that. I mowed Jake's lawn the other day, and it was a treat. <laughs> <laughs> we bought this house specifically because it had a little yard, and we wouldn't have to do very much mowing. <laughs> Yeah, but imagine if you had a big yard. We had a big yard growing up, and I loved it. And I mowed it. I mowed the damn bastard. But, like, yeah. I was talking to Al, and I'm like, why aren't you mowing the lawn? I was like, the lawn's, like, thick. You should mow it. He's like, well, we talked about it, and we decided that I'm not quite big enough to mow the lawn yet. Oh, and I'm cutie. Like, I'm like, oh, really? Because I was mowing. I was had at least a year when I was your age. He's right. like, yeah, well, we decided. <laughs> we were seven and out there. I was doing laundry. I think, I think it's because... I had so much responsibility growing up that oh, I really don't, don't want to have now. so much yeah. now. But um, I could do it. I just fantasized about mowing because my grandparents had a big lawn. Like, that was the perfect, like, now's the perfect time to be mowing lawns. Because then you could just put it on a podcast or listen to an album <sighs> in your phone. Right. You're not bored out of your mind. Or you're, you don't have a disc man and it's not just like... Skipping at all the potholes in your lawn. (laughs) Well, Jake wrote me this huge. Oh my god, he wrote me this huge list of instructions. Like I'd never mowed a fucking lawn before. (laughs) Argyle pattern. (laughs) Yeah, fuck that. Um, And then he's like, uh, "You can leave the bag on or not." And the it's been raining, so the grass is super tall. Oh yeah. And I I did one one bag, and I was like, "Nope." I'm like, ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> like, no, no, no. I did like a row and a half, and the bag's already full. Like, forget about yeah. that. So it's just like, no. The grass is luscious at this moment. It really is. And his, like, he knows how to take care of it because we learned how to take care of our lawn because that was our responsibility. And I can't tell you how many times I've gotten sick over the weed and feed walking through the <laughs> walking through the grass barefoot with just got weed and feed put on it. Oh my gosh! Did you get your feet burned off? No, it just seeks seeks into your pores and you get like body aches and stuff. It's weird. 
Yeah, that's not great. This is actually going to fit really well in because it's it's kind of similar. My next one is I want to be a landscaper. Oh my god! <laughs> I literally think about it all the time. Every time I pass a landscaping truck, I'm like, I should just pull over and see if they want help. <laughs> if they need some help. <laughs> I love I love a good nice landscape uh yard. I I know that it's like so stupid and wasteful. No, yeah. No, well, yeah, because we should yeah. be green lawns are wasteful. Like it should be, you know, whatever. Anyways, point is, I love me a nice lawn. I love when the lawn's cut. <laughs> I love laying on lawns. I love uh trees that are placed pro- appropriately. Like I'll tell you what, if I was a landscaper, I would have a Sunday drive every night, every Sunday and drive by all my properties to see how they were doing. Yes. Like it's so like hokey and whatever, but I feel like there's such pride. You can like, you can see it. It's right there. People can enjoy it. I pulled over the same day. I pulled over with the Basset hounds and I talked to a lady who was watering her flowers. And I'm like, you have such a beautiful yard. Thank you. And she was like, Oh, thank you. But it's like for real though. That's so nice. What if you were like a landscape designer? I, that's what I would want to do. Like, I want to be like, look, when people have a new yard, they hit me up because of my other yards, you know? You know what you could do? You could make them, like, bee-friendly. Ooh, yeah. Or See, you could, like, help fun. people plan out gardens. Like, plan their space out to have a self-sustaining garden area uh-huh. and, like, native plants and bee-friendly shit. Yeah. Like, and I want to be, like, in with, like, the beekeepers so if, in case you find, like, a, a nest or, or whatever, a hive. Oh, bee rescuer. Yeah. Yeah, I'm on bee rescue talk right now. I and mean, I, I've been there the whole time, but. And I'd be like, cool, yeah, I'll take this honey, thanks. And then I'd give it away to someone else because I don't like honey. But I'd still say thank you and take it every time. <laughs> <laughs> or you could infuse it with things and then sell that. I could uh, make a simple syrup with it and make gin drinks. Gin with simple Hell syrup yeah. and mint. <laughs> then you can be a bartender. Okay, we're not getting into, I mean, I love dreaming about things that we can do. Uh, the other thing I wanted to do that's similar along the same line is <sighs> grow weed in my basement. No, I mean, um, I do want to be good at plants and I thought it would be really cool to like have a mini florist situation where I grow I've flowers. I've always wanted to be a florist too. Yeah. That sounds so fun. Grow flowers. I also like during the pandemic picked up pot making um with cement and it's like a whole thing i have all the stuff for it this is the problem with dreaming about things you could do is because you invest into your ideas on impulse i literally thought i was going to rock tumble (laughs) i was gonna buy a bunch of rock tumblers and just tumble all the rocks in my yard and see what we got is what is rock tumbling uh you take rocks that you find you put them in a container along with um, different grits of sand and then you you like and water or whatever and then you tumble them and they like smooth off the surfaces and like they make a really nice rock and then you like shine it and put some stuff on it and then it like crystal shops they have oh, a bunch of tumbled okay. rocks yeah <laughs> anyway so I it almost... just makes them shiny is what you're saying yeah okay I almost decided to do that. Spencer was like, uh, can you just focus on one hobby at a time? <laughs> Lisa's kids got one and it's very loud. Yes. That's another thing. He was like, yeah, don't do that. So they do the, it in the garage at night. <laughs> the backup plan was making pots out of cement and, uh, 
I have a bunch of pots in my basement. So I was thinking like make that like put little seeds and make little plants and sell flowers and plants and stuff. Like on a roadside, you're gonna need this. You're really gonna need this farm. We're really gonna have to start a cult. Sorry, we're gonna start a commune. It's gonna lead to a cult, but we know it's gonna happen. So. I need to start the cult so that people will farm the land for me, and I can just enjoy the blessings. I I can't wait after we we've, we've all ascended. Uh, <laughs> they they played this podcast this episode where they're like they knew like the cult leaders knew for way begin the well beginnings. This is that, a prophecy, right? <laughs> I'm going to laughing about this shit. So my next one is super related to yours, too. It's so funny. Okay. Uh, I want to be an assassin. <gasps> that's not a... That's just got nothing to do with flowers. <laughs> oh, I have always wanted to be a hitman. I think it would be, like, the best job ever. What? Yeah. Okay, similarly, I've seriously thought about dealing drugs. So kind of the same, <laughs> but keep going on your assassin dream. If I'm a hitman, an assassin... First of all, I choose who I kill, right? Yeah. Um, I'm not just going to kill anyone. I'm not going to kill kids, you know? I'm going to make sure they're bad people that I'm killing. You're like Dog the Pounty Hunter, but like leveling up I'm there. the dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so in love with Dwayne Lee. <sighs> How do you set up shop as an assassin? It's who you know and who you blow. It's you like, know? you're like private eye your your little office setup is private eye but the eye is winking <laughs> wink no so assassins usually if i if i'm watching the movies and uh video games correctly they're either ex uh military or they had very troubled childhoods where they were like made to be assassins so i've none of this is ever going to happen <laughs> <laughs> but Really, one of the reasons why I want to be an assassin is I think the it, to be a successful assassin, the s- amount of skills you would need to like become that. I want all those skills. I think it would be cool. Like they can drive anything. Yeah. Um, they can shoot any gun. Uh, you know, they understand like all this information that in a certain world is very beneficial to have, and yeah. to also be good at it, and to have people like recommending you. It would just be like you're the top. You're to the top, and. You can do a lot of fucking shit, you know? So I'm all about it. I think that's rad. I can see you as an assassin in another life, in another timeline. Yeah, like if I was born in, like, Russia or something. Yeah, and your mom was the same. Yeah. (laughs) You had the exact same childhood, but it was in... It was in Russia. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Let's look at my list. (sighs) Embroidered dolls. (laughs) i went through a whole phase where i was like this is my calling i'm going to make embroidered doll faces what the fuck's an embroidered doll listen it's just a homemade doll with an embroidered face (laughs) i got over it like probably sometimes i I just don't know what goes on in that brain of yours you know it's a lot of adhd embroidered dolls and sometimes I wonder, like, it makes me question myself because I'm like, she just went from assassin to a broidered doll. <laughs> no, a drug dealer. Mm, drug dealer, yes. I've done that job before and it's not that great. Right. I'm sorry. What? Um, Drug dealing? Yeah. I'm just sorry to bring it up. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> so, like, people have the cutest dolls that they make on, I don't know. 
wherever they're making it. And I thought, you know what? This would be so fun to have a doll. This is my favorite account that does them. I'm sending them to you right now. Okay. <clears throat> I had to unfollow her because, listen, it was getting too addicting, these thoughts. <laughs> oh my god, those are terrifying. Look at this cute little Frida Kahlo. That is terrifying. What are you talking about? The Frida one's kind of cute. But that blonde one you said is terrifying. I think they're so cute. What is their purpose? Bougie ass dolls. I just think to they're To clutter cute. someone's home? Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Look at this. Look at this. Anyway, I just think... Here's what I think. I want to be... I want to get back into an art of some kind. And... I don't know, make something with my hands, but not in a way that like I have to capitalize on. I just wanna, Oh right, right. I just want to have something fun and cute to do with my hands, like Annie. Like fucking Annie, so genius. Oh my god, Annie. I can't say enough good things about her. She's great. She's so cute too. Her freaking whatever. I love her. I Annie. love her too. I what's her what's let's plug her real quick. Her a uh, black lily B B with I L I L Y. Hold on, I'm, I'm pulling it up right now. Cool. Okay, so B L A C K L I L L Y B E E. Her name's Annie. And she makes these cute little miniatures. And we've talked about her before, but uh we did had college art together in high school. Um and I've always liked her, but I feel like I've always given her a hard time. She actually mentioned, she, I know we've talked about her because she's told me, she's like, I heard what you said. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, girl. Um, but yeah, her shit's so badass. Great. Yeah, it's awesome. So great. She does miniatures, so. Miniatures, man. I Every time she posts something, I'm like, the patience. I just always respond, the patience. Right in the artistry. It's just right. enjoyable to see. Yeah. And she yeah. keeps it, like all of her like workspace and shit really clean. She posts like clear pictures. It's really nice. So and her nails, I know they're always cute. look good. It's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, of course, I would it's be like, the kind of person that has art and it's just like bleeding from my cuticles. Right, I feel like things. that's me. Like it's like, here's this window I put brown paper over, <laughs> and also here's my painting. They're like, good job, Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my next one is a DJ. DJ Bobby but for for like the radio I wouldn't want to be like a DJ like Shaq oh I want to do that too I think that's why we're doing this yeah yeah yeah. like it would be like this but if we could add music to it too like the talking and the music I mean what more (laughs) hello that's That's our next step and I don't want a morning show no why oh fuck no because I can't fucking wake up that early uh uh I've Uh -uh. thought about I've thought about this for like my whole life. I was a hundred percent into like morning shows over the music. Like, yeah, it was definitely the morning show that it I helped loved. you wake up. Fisher Todd yes. and Aaron, right? Uh, Fisher Todd and Aaron and Frankie Jess and Danger Boy. I don't know. That was on ninety-seven one ZHD. Um, but like, I just can't wake up that early and that's that's the whole thing is like no i feel like talk shows because listen my family's in trucking and i like to drive talk 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 radio is my friend 
Yeah. But um, I felt like talk shows definitely helped me wake up better than music in the morning too. Because mm-hmm. you're kind of engaging, you're laughing along with it instead of being like, like I was. Rather... Once you learn the music, it becomes predictable. Yeah. And it numbs your mind more than yeah. like engages with it. And same with like. Uh... <coughs> Sorry, we cough. <coughs> um, same with like. Uh commercials too when you're listening to it on the radio mm-hmm. so i like definitely like to listen to talk uh when i'm trying to wake up because it's just better an adhd hack that i just read that i was like that makes so much sense why i do that is that listening to podcasts and uh-huh. such um help you help the time pass by yeah. quicker uh-huh. when you're exercising or cleaning because it's engaging your brain and distracting it from whatever your hands are doing. Mm, interesting. Or your feet, you know what I mean? So Yeah. For sure. And I think a DJ would be fun too just because um, I still – I love DJ radios now because the ads aren't crazy anymore on the radio. Yeah. Hold on one second. We cough. But yeah, like so people can actually talk a little bit and – I think I'd want a night show, honestly, like 11 to 3. Okay, I thought about the doctor from last episode that Dr. I was like... Dr. Drew? Yeah, the doctor Love that life? I would think would like not be great. Uh, Dr. Laura Schlesinger. Oh, Dr. Laura. <laughs> Dr. fucking When, when I was conservative, or when, really, my family was conservative around me, and I thought that was the way to think, I was like, Dr. Laura is so good. She says don't sleep with people don't yeah. shack up anyway also i always wondered my mom listened to her show every day and she never called in and i always wondered why and now i don't wonder anymore mm-hmm. <laughs> uh also uh delilah do you know her uh-uh um so when i was in chicago and we would listen to christmas music because we justified that that was about christ so we could turn on the <laughs> christmas music radio right um american delilah is an american radio personality and she author and songwriter best known for the host of a nationally syndicated nightly u.s radio song request and dedication program with an estimated 8 million listeners. She first aired in the Seattle market as Delilah Renee, though now she's simply known as Delilah. So you can call in and be like, hey, Delilah, please play uh, My Boo by Usher for My Boo, Spencer Barney in Salt Lake City. <laughs> I remember I love those you so kind much. of things. Yes, I don't remember, so I don't remember Delilah of... specifically. Right, but like coast to coast the delilah show it's not local so definitely not here but yeah it's fun no i mean i loved shit like that where everyone was listening at the same time um something fun about the radio especially being a dj too like i don't know if you've seen the movie airheads have you seen that movie no so funny um brendan fraser steve buscemi and um, adam sandler are all in this band and <laughs> they hold a radio station hostage and hilarity ensues <laughs> but i love the dj in that and i think it'd be fun to just be like an old like uh, like there's something so cool to me uh like an old dj who's been doing it since the golden age and it's just like yeah. so badass to me so i'd like to be something like that that'd be cool would you own a record store uh no that doesn't appeal to me at all it doesn't mm-mm if I was going to own a store, I would want it to be a restaurant. 
See, and that's like the last kind of store I would want to own. Restaurants are just easy to me. This fucking guy at the restaurant we went to. Uh, <laughs> I swear to God he was on drugs. And like knowing how back of house works, I was like, this guy's on drugs. Like, right. And like he's in a he's in a truck stop town. You know yeah, I mean? he's on drugs. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He uh... <laughs> methods are kind of running the show right now because no one's paying a living livable wage, <laughs> and and they have the energy to do it. Um, <laughs> he was peppering my friend's soup, and he just kept going, and then he switched over to the next girl's salad. And then she was the, like, I don't trust you. <laughs> the next girl was like, okay, thank you. And then he went back to the soup because she hadn't said thank you. And so I was like, you need to tell him thank you. And he was, she was like, oh, thank you. And then she was like, the soup is like all pepper. <laughs> <laughs> we, of course, were like a little bit toasty. And I was like, I don't know how you're going to finish that soup. And she was like, it's fine. But she was like, at the end. It was getting too peppery. It was just like hitting her real hard. But I was like, this guy is totally on drugs. He left us there for 20 minutes looking at him as he was talking to another table. That like, and like the um, hostess, I think she was the manager at that point. She came around from the kitchen and we were seated by the kitchen and she snuck into the hallway and started looking at him as well to be like, What's Yo, up? get your shit together, bro. Your ex, your export is out or whatever they call it. What is it called? Expo. Expo. Your expo's up. And like, so she was just like, hello. And so she ended up bringing the, his tables that he was talking to food to him and said, here's the food and uh-huh. table su- such and such. And I was like, that's gotta be our table is waiting for their check. And so it was another 10 minutes of us just like looking at him and he was like, he would look at us and nod and then like go back to his conversation and then look at us and nod and then go back to his conversation Holy and then look at us shit. and like nod. Like I got it. And I was like, then get it. Right. <laughs> like, Excuse yourself for a second. I have Jesus no problem Christ. stopping what I'm doing. And be like, I need to go take care of this real quick. I'll be right back. Everyone's like, right. Oh cool. I appreciate you doing that. Cause they want you to do it for them too. Yes. Like, I'm going to be right back, guys. I'll, I'm going to take care of the things. Whatever. Anyway, I was like, this guy's got to be on drugs. <laughs> anyway, this guy. <laughs> Which is why I'll never own a restaurant. Because I think yeah. it's so stressful. And getting the food right, it's not my thing. But, like, of course, you would win at that for sure. For sure. And that's why I was like, I'll just be a waitress. <laughs> and I'm like, cool. <laughs> What's your next one? Uh licensed therapist or social worker well that's cool why why because i feel like i'm easy to talk to i'm really good at keeping people's secrets the reasons not to is i think i would carry it home and Mm. it would be really hard to hear about the trouble in people's lives and then not think that that's happening to me right because basically when you're a lash artist, people tell you things anyway. Uh-huh. And I had to like, a fir- like for the first two years, I would bring it home and be like, this is happening to me or like whatever. And that would just follow me. Right. In ways that like they didn't intend to have it follow me. And I, I mean, it's just really hard. So it's not going to happen, but I wish I could. 
Well, I mean, it might happen. You never know. You, yeah, they I mean, also I'm... give you skills have how to deal with that because that's part of the job. Like a lot of th- most therapists are in therapy, right? And I'm so I'm half a therapist, really. Because <laughs> you're I'm in therapy. therapy. <laughs> Halfway there. Shut up. I'm like, like, what about Bob? And I'll be Bob in the end, where he's like the <laughs> social worker, and Doctor Leo Marvin is in the psych unit. <laughs> Oh, uh, that movie, man. So good. It has my name in it and Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Bill and fucking Gil. Murray. I know that's not your name, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my next one is directing movies. Ooh, you could do that. You've got an imagination. No, I think the only downside of directing movies is it is intricate and it is a lot of redundancy. So maybe I'll come up with a new way to make movies. <laughs> I'll reinvent the wheel. Uh, yeah. But, like, I do love the idea of putting this thing together that, because even when I paint, I'm not able to fully communicate what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, What I'm intending to do. So I feel like if I can get it, like, in my hands and I'm building the set and, you know what I mean, I can portray what I, what I, the point I'm trying to get across better than anything else I would ever be able to. Um, So that's my big, you know, and I also... <laughs> Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Mm-hmm. From the first time I saw that, I was like, I want to direct movies. Mm-hmm. That'd be like, cool. Steven Spielberg's obviously, you know, a god, but like Wes Anderson too. He just ignites so many things in me that I'm just like, oh, how cool would that be? Quentin Tarantino, how cool would that be? Really random. So I want to direct. I would be, it would be an honor to be, call myself a director, you know, because there's so many amazing people in that category already. That's awesome. I think you uh, think you'd be really good at that. Um, having a director and film editor for a uh, sister-in-law and husband, her husband, it is really fun for me. Not so fun for them, but fun for me <laughs> to send over all of my like dream ideas and movie ideas. And, and like, sometimes, cool. no, sometimes they're like, "That's a really good idea. You should write that script." And I'm like. But I have ADHD and I will never get to it. So right. I'm, that's why I'm telling you guys. You guys figure this out. I'm just the idea maker. Yes, indeed. What's your next one, idea maker? Next. How many more do you have? Just one. All right. So uh, I'll just mention one briefly. I thought that I was going to, like, lately in the pandemic, I have been seriously considering getting a teaching degree and then i remember how shitty they're paid and right. how much work it is and how you have to wake up early and i remember that that's not the life for me but um my last one is stripper and only fans <laughs> and uh we've talked about this right get a girl i'm all for it so here's the thing I've been trying to decide whether I'm going back to school or not for fucking marketing, which really, I thought that marketing was going to be like writing in a way that's like advertising, like advertising pretty much. And well, why like, are you going to advertising then? I thought that was the same thing, like designing advertisements and running social media markets and all of these things, which are included in this whole kind of idea. But what marketing has made me 
like what the marketing education program has made me realize is that globalization is killing the planet and I'm just kind of like not for it anymore. Right. And also like people sell you shit that you really don't need. Yep. And uh, people are assholes and money is king and like greed and all that shit. Anyway, so I thought that teaching would be cool. But then I thought, what if I just quit school and sell my body while it's still viable? <laughs> it doesn't need to be viable is the point. There's, so there's someone wants you. I promise it, you that. And that's the thing is like there's something for everybody. So I don't even really need to be like any different than I am. But... I think it would be really cool to learn the art of stripping because a exercise as fuck. It's such good exercise. B it's like dancing. So I have a really big problem dancing or expressing myself with my body or feeling comfortable in my body. Mm-hmm. And I think that's due to a lot of trauma and just out like stuff from my past. So I think it would be really cool to like, grow in that area in a way that's like very female empowered right or like male empowered or non-binary powered but whatever like I want to like have that so and then like if Spence like dies or something like what am I gonna do I don't have a fucking degree so I could like sell my body it's more (laughs) lucrative is what I'm Uh, trying to say one million dollars sir (laughs) (laughs) One million dollars, sir. <laughs> That'll be one million dollars for some vanilla sex. Listen, and like, there's this girl on TikTok that designs balloon archways and balloon bouquets and balloon everything. Uh-huh. And she... That's so bad sets, for the environment, by the way. She sets her price at like $3,000 and the internet ripped her apart saying that's not worth that whatever she's like i know my time and i know my clientele and my clientele is not your clientele if you want to sell balloon bouquets for three hundred dollars or whatever that's your clientele my clientele is in the three thousand dollar category so you're right one million dollars sir that's the price yeah, I mean, if someone's willing to pay for it, then fucking A, what's to stop you? Right. Uh, <laughs> my last one is <laughs> writing. I, I've always <sighs> just wanted to be a writer, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to accomplish it one of these days. But the goal is to just write and... write my write what I'm saying and have that turn into a novel which turns into a movie which I direct and to just you know sit in my castle by myself type type typing away with uh you know some some contact some human contact but not a ton yeah <clears throat> and that's lo- that's that's the dream you know I love that for you I can see that I like that that's a more sophisticated route than I went down (laughs) which feels very on brand for this podcast really um I mean I definitely I'm just doing things that I still want to do with my life so yeah I don't know (laughs) here's other things that I want to be when I grow up an assassin (laughs) 
<laughs> an assassin archaeologist with a castle where I can write my books, direct movies, and uh, Honestly, be a roadie in my free time. It's a good thing that Jake doesn't listen to this podcast because <laughs> if he heard that I wanted to be an assassin, his, his the eye roll that he had might kill him. <laughs> we need a we need a Jake warning at the beginning of this podcast. <laughs> no, he doesn't listen. It's all good. Um. So what what else we got? This is our last episode of this season. Yeah, guys, welcome to the finale. Don't know if you knew that, but you won't <laughs> be hearing from us for a minute. Um, what have we got going on? Bobby I'm going to go Hawaii. to Hawaii. And we're just going to... What? Um, you asked me what my plan was, and my plan was to not have a plan. I'm going to go and enjoy Hawaii and work when I do, work when I can, and try to learn some things about the earth, some people, and myself. Like, I need a break. I just need to chill. Not saying from this. I think we'll actually record guests and stuff while I'm over there. But I just need to take a breath and figure out what the fuck life's about. And I feel like what better place to do that than Hawaii? Exactly. And I'm proud of you. Also, I'm going to be doing the same thing here, but like in Utah with a kid. <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, another job that I wanted to have was trophy wife. Well, you are that already. Thanks. Did I tell you my trophy wife story? Spencer he did not know what trophy wife was. Really? Yeah. He just thought it was like an awesome wife. Oh, he's like, of course that's you, babe. And so I was like, one time I went to the bank with him and I was like dressed in wild ass pants, like LuLaRoe pants and uh, (laughs) a fireman's sweatshirt that I had gotten off of a girl in Indiana and um, purple shoes or some shit. And like, I was just like nuts and I was hyper as hell <laughs> and i was just bothering spence and i was just like la 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 the bank lady was like is this your sister and you said, i said no like, it's my trophy wife i said no i'm a trophy wife can you tell and i laughed in her face <laughs> <laughs> and then spencer when we got in the car was like you're not a trophy wife and i was like i can't just be demoted how dare you <laughs> So I kind of want to just be a trophy wife. No, you're a trophy wife. One day. Listen, if he, <laughs> if he doesn't agree, then I'll, I'll take you as my own. Thanks. I knew I could count on you. <laughs> take that to the bank. <laughs> I'm also Bobby's trophy wife. <laughs> you're this like, lady's yeah. probably like, this lady has psychosis. <laughs> I laughed in her fucking face. I, I had she- mascara, like... I had raccoon eyes from waking up from a nap, <laughs> which then dripped down my face from I was laughing at my own joke so hard. Oh, God. That's awesome. I feel like you were winning that day. And if no one else agrees, fuck them. <laughs> oh, my God. Shit. Um, what have you learned this season? What have I learned this season? Um, you can't burn a candle at both ends. <laughs> can try but it never ends well i think that with both my life and this podcast i think last season i really liked the idea of having 
both an episode and a fireside guest every mm-hmm. week. And not only did that stress the fuck out of us, but it also like kind of burnt out our listeners to have like five hours of content per week. And so what do you guys mean you don't have five hours for us a week? What do you mean? Yeah. (laughs) Pay attention to me. Hello. (laughs) So I think, um, I think that's what I learned is like burning the candle at both ends is just leads to burnout really yeah i think i learned the most important lesson and that is that i have fucking people (laughs) the family i've chose is a great family and so many people of you are just like my ride or die and i'm some of you some randoms are just coming out of the woodwork tour too they're great so i mean i literally i learned to do the actual trust fall. I did a trust fall. I was, I, I got caught. I was caught. <laughs> um, and just the fact that I even did it to begin with is huge. So yeah, being able to be vulnerable and not have people stomp all over you is a huge thing. Um, so thank you to everyone who is my support and doesn't hold my vulnerability against me. I really appreciate that. And you know, I, I don't feel like this is new information, but if you have people in your life who do s- use your vulner- vulnerability to stomp on you, get rid of them immediately. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I had another one that was, uh, pandemic was a special time where everyone was available. <laughs> and uh, Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, now people are getting back to their lives and they don't have time for ever- everything. Yeah, and like, in a way, getting busier yourself is like, you have to make special time for people now. So that was fun. And also you can think you're ready to open up about your trauma and then you'll discover new trauma. So um, this was a lesson taught to me by first, I think um, in early in the season, my brother from the previous season, he had talked about his sexual assault in high school and then it opened up a whole new bucket mm-hmm. of trauma just going back to that memory. And like, it really taught me, like, if you're going to be digging around, you have to be ready for surprises that might make you a little bit more unstable. Just like, I guess, tread lightly, but also do it. Like, obviously it's better to do it. But Yeah. And honestly, like, I think him coming on the podcast and unleashing all that trauma wasn't obviously ideal, but I don't think it was a bad thing. Like if you guys want to unleash your trauma, just let us know. You can be on a fire site. It's not a big deal. That was a, that was a stupid joke, but (laughs) I mean, I would love to hear people's stories for sure. And obviously those are traumatic filled things, but just like you doing your EMDR, you're like, the pathway was clear like there was more and like i just don't, i don't know the more i dig around in my soul mm-hmm. the more i'm like well this is a pretty painful place in yeah. more ways than i remembered but i'm trying to make it not so you know i think we that should be everyone's goal is to make that not a pa- painful place because yeah. you've got a beautiful soul you beautiful soul <laughs> <laughs> I, I did not know what i was singing there but <laughs> i thought you were gonna do james blunt but i think you ended up doing like I feel, like there, I feel like there was like six things happening at that point. 
The uh, beautiful people. The beautiful people. <laughs> Screw. Fuck Marilyn Manson. <laughs> no, I actually, uh, I came a, I came a long way uh, from that because the Evan Rachel one thing I'm not about forever, but his one song that I love, which is Heart Shaped Glasses, is actually the music videos where she gets like drugged up and raped or whatever. And I actually did remove it from all of my playlists and stuff the other day. So good for you. I was proud of myself. Uh, what can we, what do we have anything else that we learned or we should we wrap mm-hmm. up? I also learned that like I just need to chill. Chill, bitch. Yeah. And <laughs> it's a lot easier life to just be chill, so I learned that merch is gonna happen when it happens, so everyone calm the hell down. <laughs> <laughs> On that uh, note, <laughs> no, we have to talk about. Uh, we have. Don't worry, it's not all the way over till the fall. We do have two upcoming shows for you. Yeah, that's what I. That was on that note. I was leading oh. into. <laughs> okay. Make sure you, if you have tickets to Richfield on the Fourth of <laughs> July, which you don't need, but just come on down anyway. I'd and love Monroe to see you on the twenty fourth. Monroe, we will yeah. be around. We'll be around. So maybe you should come find us. We'll be unless you're my mother, in which case you will be getting arrested. So leave me the hell alone. That's a fucking fair warning, Carolyn. Yeah. <laughs> Do not approach. And um, yeah, yeah, we're gonna be around. We might have some merch. We might not. Yeah. So calm the hell down. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the Fourth of July, Twenty Fourth of July shows. I'm actually really excited for. Who knows what's gonna happen? It's gonna be a maiden voyage for us. We are celebrating our one year anniversary for this podcast. Four seasons in one year. What the hell were we doing? What <laughs> were, were we seasons? doing? No, three. We, we had three seasons. But still, what? Uh, <laughs> so this is what we're gonna do. And then right after the twenty fourth of July, I'm hopping on a plane and going to Hawaii. So it might be your last time to see me in the flesh for like three yeah. months. Maybe I'm never coming back. I don't know. You don't know. <laughs> um, but uh, we're gonna have a wild show. The way we edit it together and stuff is gonna be hilarious. But yeah. we're just gonna have ourselves a good old fashioned Spear County Fourth and Twenty Fourth of July. We'd love to see you. So yeah. All right. Well, are we good for now? We're good for now. We'll see you guys in a love little you bit. Guys. Yeah, Thanks so we'll much. Love you. And we say these things. Name Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Is This The Place podcast is written, recorded, and edited at Titan Tower Studios. Our theme song is by Bobby, and our cover art is by Jessica Sanchez. This is our story, as we see it. We believe it to be true as far as it is translated correctly. If you liked the show, please rate, review, and subscribe. We have dedicated a lot of our time and talents, and we really appreciate your support. Maybe this isn't the place, but you are definitely the people making this possible. Thank you.